join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. to Higher Consciousness Season 3, Episode, I'm not entirely sure. Episode. Um, <laughs> because we, we're still deciding the order as of right now when we're filming, <laughs> but we'll have that decided by the time we release this. So. But it's a new episode. <laughs> it's new to you. Yes, it's a new episode. So thank you for being here with us, for she, uh, finding us on our YouTube channel, and for subscribing and liking this video at the end as well. So we're really excited for this guest. We have our guest, Cole. Here, over here. <laughs> yes. Cool. Welcome to the show. Cole, Cole is very uh, excited to be here, I think. Um, we're excited to have Cole here because it was funny how we even met. It was so happenstance. Yeah. I, um, I was actually coming down to the area to pick up a friend from doing a healing session and she needed somebody to to take her home and so i had offered to to be able to do that and i had stopped into even stars chalice um to see mara and you were there and you had a really cool mask and it had like all these it was like a lion and like all rainbowed out and stuff like that and um we got to talking and then we were talking about higher consciousness and then ta-da here you are Actually, I was reflecting as you talked about the reason why you were in the area. I don't think we even talked about that part. I just assumed that you were in the store buying stuff, and that was a solid assumption. I most of the time, if I'm in the store, I probably am. Um, That's true. But no, I'm, you're right. We didn't even talk about that. That I was actually there to help a friend with healing, and that's all. What this episode is about is about healing. Healing. <laughs> So excited. Wow, very exciting. Okay, so why don't we find out more about Cole? Yeah, let's find out a little bit. I was just Cole? I was just trying to think about the order. Like, do we want to start smoking and then no, no, no. ask Cole? I, I or ask know, Cole, then start smoking. I want to know a little bit about who uh, Cole is first. And then okay. we're gonna get Mary Jane. Mary Jane wants to know a little about you first. Yes, before, before we invoke her. So <laughs> Cole, tell us tell the world a little bit about you and about what you do and all the things. Yeah, well, my name is Cole Mason. Um, I use they, them pronouns. And in terms of like, what do I do? I think my natural tendency would be what to say what I do for work. So instead, I'll say that um, I am trying to figure out how to be a human and how to right, live and exist. Uh, so mostly the doing that's happening is trying to figure out how to live in this body, how to, you know, take care of it, but also how to um, 
feed all the other parts of myself, like spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, outside of just what I do and what I'm giving. Um, so yeah, so that's the uh, that piece. Um, what I do to support myself is that I'm a therapist. Um, and so I just am one year out of my post doctorate for counseling psychology. Uh, so a large part of that doing that I just mentioned is getting my life back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring out what did I enjoy doing before I started doing that thing? Doing all that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, as you can imagine, has has been uh, both rewarding and fun, but also challenging given that um, COVID is happening. And so I think I had uh, moved to Ann Arbor maybe in August of 2019. So once 2020 hit, I barely got to enjoy, like what does Ann Arbor have to offer? I heard there were lots of cool arts festivals and, you know, so I didn't get to experience any of that stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what I do is just try to figure out how to navigate Ann Arbor, figure out what, what's here to do, uh, reconnecting with parts of myself that I haven't wow. been able to as much. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, try not to work too much. That's really wow. awesome. I do have a, a question before we get started. What made you Real move quick. to Michigan? Yeah, good question. So um, part of the psychology thing, it's kind of like uh, what doctors do when they match at a place and they go through residency. So at the end of my training, I had to do like a year long internship or residency. And then it's not uncommon for people to do one year post-graduation to also like collect hours that they might need for licensure. Um, and so I had been wanting to come to the University of Michigan, but something, I don't know, during my internship year, it didn't seem like the right time to come here, but for postdoc it did. Uh, so it was close enough to Erie, where I'm from. So my family lives there, um, not too far to drive. And it was just a new place that I had never lived in or been to. Um, and it, there's more, but it's a long story about like why I chose the University of Michigan that I don't think really, sure. doesn't really just more so it, it felt like it was time to come here. Nice. Awesome. I hope that it's been treating you well since you've gone here, aside from, you know, <laughs> missing a lot of the things that it has yeah. but i used to live in ann arbor for several years so i'm very familiar with what it has to offer and uh yeah, yeah there's there's a lot to do there when uh we're not locked down yeah so. i think knowing ann arbor though and knowing the just the vibrancy of the area i have no doubt that they're gonna do something amazing oh, when yeah. when everything is all oh, so yeah. like it would be like a prime time i think to be in ann arbor honestly yeah, um so sure. it seems like the timing is perfect so cool so let's do the blessing and get into mary jane and stuff before we keep talking because we can keep talking forever and ever and ever and um yeah especially ever, with, so. with yeah nearly <laughs> <laughs> wow thank you yeah you get to you get to like see a little bit of an insight of like dave and i because you know we're we're it's interesting because we're blending like our partnership mm -hmm. as like a romantic couple but then you know we're business and then these show hosts so we're it's 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 so much the, fun the ban the banter. <laughs> right. yeah the banter can get really spicy i think especially the more high we get yeah. so oh yeah 
yeah. Communication. That's yeah, good. but it's right. been but it's been really healing, honestly, for both of us, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. So yeah. okay. All right. So actually, I'm gonna start with my higher consciousness bundle, which if you are stub. I know my little stub is gone. So I make bundles called higher consciousness bundles. They're on my website and a meaningful dream. Dot com if you're interested or for those who are curious. Um, but it was a bundle inspired by damn, I love that you're drinking out of a, a fucking gallon. That is like <laughs> he's got goals. Yeah, he's got goals I love that. Over. I love it. It's just I didn't want to get I didn't want to get a cup. So <laughs> <laughs> just get the whole just get the whole thing. I love <laughs> it. I love the mentality. Yes, this is great. This is perfect. Um, but my higher consciousness bundles, they are made with actual hemp leaves and they also have blue lotus and chamomile and lavender. They also have a little patchouli. So it's all ingredients to really make you connected to the higher consciousness without having to necessarily invoke Mary Jane, but Mary Jane through a different form. Different form. So we're going to go ahead and just open up the space here with that just really quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey. I was like, do you want to light your face on fire? Well, you know, I was talking about trimming my beard yesterday. So maybe, yeah, we can have Mary Jane fire do trimming. that for you. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and um, it's fine. Ashes fly around all the time. Yeah, there is, but it's fine. We're healing. Um, okay. Yeah, we are. All right, I'm going to go ahead and open up this space. Thank you to the element of air and to the direction of north. Thank you to the element of the west. Yeah, I'm sorry, direction of the west and the element of fire. Thank you to the south and the element of earth. Thank you to the east and the element of water. Thank you to above and the element of space. And thank you to below with the element of metal. Thank you for being here with us, spirit guides and ancestors. And we open up the space so we may have a great show. Now let's go ahead and get into the blessing. Take a deep breath. Bless you, Mary Jane. And thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for allowing Cole to be on here and to share their thoughts of healing. And hopefully with this episode, may we experience new perspectives, new ways of looking at ourselves and have new forms and methods of healing ourselves and others. May this be a fun, informative, but also dope show. Thank you and amen. I always gotta say dope. Hell yeah, it's, it's, it. it's higher consciousness. We gotta say dope. Yeah, like, because <laughs> I think I think the word dope in itself, I think, is explanatory because it's like it it highlights Mary Jane, but it also kind of highlights like, yeah, this is cool and this is like awesome. Like you know, especially after when you hear something really cool, you're like, that's oh, dope. Shit. And <laughs> you wanted to fly out my mouth. That beard is getting, you better, you better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Look how long it is now. Even the, the, the fire almost got it. Yeah. 
I think that's what I, I was invoking it. I almost manifested it. Just gotta be careful. Ooh, I love. Are you having a crystal bowl, Cole? Marble. Oh. Marble. Amber. Wow. Let me. <laughs> can, you, can you show it? I want. Ooh, you're smoking out a howlite. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That is like me. That is absolutely <laughs> like me. Oh, yes. So what kind of Mary Jane do you have? Do you know what the name of it is or the stream? <laughs> Hi there. So it's from a friend of mine. Her name's Jessica, and she has like a bud and breakfast uh, called Copper House, and it's in Detroit. So she, what? I think this is like, <laughs> yes, it's really dope. Like, it's amazing. Um, well, I know yeah. what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're a lot of fun. They have events, and I mean, it's a great time there. Um, what was the name again? Copper House, Detroit. Copper House, wow. Wanna, yeah. yeah, I had no idea Detroit even had something like that already. Oh, that's know. like, that's so exciting. Thank you. Yeah. It's super exciting. So I, she's like basically my plug, and this is probably some dry ass weed that I got in like October. But that aside, um, <laughs> and it works. Weed is, it works. It, yeah, cannabis is cannabis. She, Mary, yes. will do the job. Yes, but it's a sativa hybrid. Nice, 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 nice. sativa. I, I won't know the difference, so I don't <laughs> smoke. I wouldn't know, so it gets the job done. Do you? Yep. Do you have Mary Jane very often, Cole, or is this something like a, a special occasion? Yeah, pretty rare. Special, pretty rare. special yeah. occasion, yeah. Maybe the last time Amber had a, uh, a birthday party in, at the end of October and Copper House hosted a party for her and they had um, like a cake that was infused. Ooh. Really pretty, like it was a really pretty cake, but it was also uh, really good. And okay. it's helped me take naps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I that love that. Awesome. I was just looking up their Instagram. I took a look at some of the photographs on, on their page. Instant follow, man. That that sounds cool as hell. Yeah. I'm gonna go check yeah, that we're out. gonna I think we're gonna probably I don't know how long we're gonna I don't know if we're <laughs> yeah, gonna be able to wait. We'll see. I know. Tomorrow. We're an actor. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So. We got a topic to talk about here. <laughs> we do. Liz is coughing. Liz is coughing again. She's coughing. She's coughing people. Every single time. Well, not every single time, but a large amount of the time. Liz has the coughing fit. And I like singing the song about how I she's coughing. I know how to smoke weed. And every single time the song is a little different because I don't know how it's going to go. It's just whatever melody pops in my head. Yeah. So, but it was funny though, when we were on with Omar, I mentioned that, you know, we got to get ready. She's about to cough and nothing. I think it's, yeah, because I think my energy knew because Omar is like a teacher. I mean, I took a couple of courses with him and I see him as like a, teacher guru so i think my spirit was like gotta keep, gotta it, hold, together, gotta keep it together yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't cough in front of yeah her. don't cough don't cough don't do it you'll think you're crazy no it's, <laughs> a, it's just like the, the you know i think that's what's what happens when you get maybe we could talk about that in the healing too so i definitely think mary jane in healing 
really do go hand in hand. And I would love, oh, yeah. I would love to hear your perspective on that, especially since um, it's not something you take in very often. Um, and just, I think what I'm really curious to hear more from you about Cole is what is healing to you? How would you define that? And um, how, what would you, I think, say for others? that are in the midst of their own healing. Yeah, yeah. Oops, sorry. I keep two rocks in hand just to help me stay grounded. Oh, wow. Thanks. Um, cool. love it. So yeah, so I just dropped one of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, I'm about to fly off. That's I think so. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. thing that comes up um is is um if we're talking about healing and what healing means to me hmm. well the first thing that comes up is talking about perspective um so there's a way that like what i do professionally offers a perspective um the experiences that I've had throughout my life offer a perspective. Oh my God. So I think there's lots of different um, methods, ways, or ideas about what healing could be, but it feels like it would be difficult to do that without first tuning in to understand what your perspective is and what's shaped it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think it can be really healing to just unpack yourself. Mm -hmm. Be very raw and open about it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and that it also just um, takes time mm -hmm. to work through all of the different layers. Um, I think when Liz and I talked at the store about like what we might talk about today, something that I had in mind was talking about the limitations of talking. In terms of healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And of course, you know, I'm not, so yes, um, I'm a psychologist, so there is a way that I'm sharing expertise or I'm speaking about expertise. But I think what I also want to hold in balance is that um, everything that I share is, you know, my particular opinion, but it may not be that of others. Um, mm -hmm. And some of it has come from personal knowledge, not my training as a psychologist. So it feels even important to just talk about two of those perspectives, yeah. right, as, as I talk about that. But yeah, so I, I had in mind talking about healing, the limitations of talking as a method of healing, and just wanting to explore ways that we could use the body. Yes. <laughs> to actually. Right now. <laughs> yeah, to, to actually connect with the body. Um, as a source of healing and a place to allow healing to come from. Yeah. Actually, my, my friend that I was helping out that day, she says that one of her friends told her that, and like 
I always have this in my head of how she refers to the body is like she refers to the body as like our earth suit. Like this is what our soul, our soul's suit, I, our soul's I've earth heard, suit. Uh, I've heard meat bag <laughs> before, but I don't think I've heard earth suit before. Yeah. I've heard meat suit before too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah meat bag, meat yeah. bag. But, well, that's interesting. I mean, one of the things that I've been kind of working much more with now, I mean, I've been aware of, <coughs> for quite some time is, you know, like you were saying, like the inherent kind of uh, knowledge and wisdom that is within your own body. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you tune into it and you actually listen to it um, and give it some attention, because uh, a lot of us, we, we, we engage in activities that are more distraction than they are introspection. Yeah. And yeah. I think, we need to balance that out more. I mean, it's, it's nice to have distraction every once in a while. It's nice to have entertainment and escapism every once in a while to explore that. It's like a dream, right? Um, however, there's a time after the dream, like Liz has been doing, where you, you review your notes and you integrate what was in that dream and see how it's relevant to your life and how you can, might be able to use those messages to heal. So is there anything in like dreams that you've, actually like explored as, as part of a healing practice? I, I, don't, I don't really know much about your background. So um, I, I just was curious because, you know, she's been diving into her dreams hardcore, man. She's got pages and pages and pages and pages. So. A whole playlist too now. <laughs> oh, wow. Of um, dreams or things? Um, um, so one of the things that, um, so there was a period of time when I was healing I was actually like absent from doing a lot of stuff for a meaningful dream and pretty and higher consciousness too. And it was to a point where my body was physically like unable to do anything, even like texting, even like writing in my journal got to a point where it like it hurt because it was like in this like area right here. So like anytime I moved my arm. And so I did learn how to use my left hand though a little bit when I was eating and drinking and things. So there's that and a little bit of writing so there's that so that was kind of fun to do but one of the other things that came through is like you know like <laughs> you get bored of watching tv all the time i don't like watching tv all the time and i get i enjoy just sitting and listening to music but like i was getting antsy and whatnot so i really i don't know just felt this call to experience more of my dreams again because i did used to dream so much to the point that i felt like i wasn't sleeping and so then I wished that I would stop dreaming and it happened and I had not realized how much I missed that and also how much of just the part of that was I mean my dreams were the whole reason that a meaningful dream even became to be of existence and I think there was a part I had always been connected to it but I had missed like the depth of that I was like disconnected to the depth that I think I need it to be especially because I was kind of being my spirit has been asking me to like take the next step and like do more and so the dream part has been coming up and so I couldn't write so songs were coming up and I was waking up with songs in my head and it would just be numerous songs every single day I get from anywhere from one to 12 songs every morning. And all of those songs are about a particular dream that I had. And so I can listen to that song and I can tie it back to a dream. And if I can't remember the dream, I can decode what the message and the theme 
of why that song would have come up in my subconscious because I can see all the other songs that were coming up, whether they be new or repeats, because sometimes I get repeats. And some of the songs that were coming up too are songs that I'm like, I have not listened to that shit in like forever. Like Kumbaya came up one time and I was just like, really? Kumbaya? And like, I love that song. I think it's a great song, but then there was a part of me, it's like, really Kumbaya? And then I had this other song that I haven't listened to until like high school. And it's just like, really, why that song? But it was really now knowing what it is and like doing the decoding and stuff, it's been really healing for me because it's triggering emotions and I'm able to tie those emotions and other things back and whatnot. So that's my long explanation. I'm not going to talk for much more longer because I'll keep talking about it because I've been so excited about it. <laughs> but, but I think that's why he's asking because like that has like been a lot of what I've been doing of like trying to like do that and trying to now I'm at a point where I'm trying to share this with the collective so they can start if this is something that's happening for them and turns out a couple of people have been experiencing similar things so it's been really fun yeah yeah that's really cool I think Dave to your question of like have I done dream work or has that been part of my own healing I would say um, it it was and is, but it wasn't always an intentional, like I would say it was happening and then I realized it was healing. Right. I went into it with the intention of, oh, I'm gonna use this for healing work. Um, as I started to kind of cycle out of, <clears throat> so I've lived, what, like the last <laughs> almost decade of my life on academic, uh, like you, higher, you know, higher ed, uh, university calendar. So I was about to say, well, right before the spring, the end of the spring semester in 2020, <laughs> which would have been in like April. <laughs> um, I had a, I started working with a supervisor um, who was a Jungian psychologist. And so a lot of Carl Jung's work if you all know anything about him, um, he has this expression that dreams are the royal road of the unconscious. Um, and so this particular supervisor that I had, part of her supervision of me, so um, getting me to talk about clients that I worked with, what reactions I was having to them, how I was making sense of their cases and so forth, had to do with um, doing some dream work and having me keep track of my dreams during the course of the time we worked together. Um, and so I had a lot of anxiety about being able to remember the dreams. Um, I think one of the things that came up for me from a healing perspective was also um, letting it settle in at some point that, you know, saying I don't have dreams, right, has a, a second meaning right, of that there are ways where I have been unable to dream about things, right? And so I think that was one of the most healing things that came from that is, oh, like when I say I, I don't have dreams or I'm worrying about having a dream, that means something for yeah. my own spiritual growth or there is a message in that um, to me. Of course, just by nature of suggestion, and asking me to remember my dreams, I remembered them, <laughs> right? So, um, so we went through them and I would, you know, put pieces that stood out. Sometimes it would be a, like entire scene of something. Other times it would be a word that I would remember. And so we would talk about it and some of my um, 
reactions. And then at the end of the semester, well, at the end of the about two, two and a half months, um, we kind of looked at it as an arc of our work together and talked about how it may be related to the relationship between her and I, um, and in terms of her supervising me or in terms of, you know, whatever was coming up uh, for me about her as a supervisor. And then how it also related to um, that transition point in my life. So I'm moving out of being a postdoc to then working for myself, essentially, which is very different. Um, so I would say that dream work has definitely been really healing, um, even if I didn't set out with that intention for it to be. I haven't done it in a while, but usually I focus on the feelings that I have when I wake up from the dream, um, or if there was some sort of symbolism. So for example, um, in one dream over, over the summer, um, I had a dream about getting a nose piercing. I did actually have my nose pierced. But in talking with my supervisor, um, we talked about how in some cultures, the nose can be associated with spirituality, a rite of passage, like all of these other things. So it was, that was also really helpful to think um, about that. Oh, and one other piece that could be used as a healing tool in terms of dreams. If there are lots of people or objects or whatever it is, um, trying to process if each of those aspects was a part of you, what is that saying? So like the person in your dream who you think is maybe your friend or some random person is actually representing a part of yourself. And can you have conversation with that part to find out why it's in the dream or what it wanted or whatever. So even just um, being open to possibility. Mm -hmm. yep. The idea that you can talk to any part of yourself just by wanting to. Yeah. Um, can also contribute to healing just that shift um, in thought. And shift and it goes back to perspective with what you were saying. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and I think you know your perception is your reality. I think that is also like a, a healing statement, but also it can be overwhelming. I think at the same time, for I think it just depends on where you are in your in your life. And I think I think we're always healing. I don't think healing ever really truly stops. Yeah. Well, if you think about it from a physical perspective, you are. I mean, your mm -hmm. your cells regenerate every. I think it's what every like seven years or something like that. Like you go through like a whole series of like new cell regeneration, and growth, and replacement. So like mm -hmm. like the uh, the ship Theseus mm -hmm. uh, thought experiment that came up in WandaVision the other day. You know, oh, it yeah. is like if you have like. Are you familiar with the the ship Theseus thought experiment? um no but so it's the, the thought experiment that if you have the this is like this um old ship you know the theseus ship and uh from ancient greece and if you you know preserve it for you know uh however long you're basically just replacing different parts of the ship as they rot away mm -hmm. after a while all those parts that have been replaced are a new ship you know, it no longer has any of the original parts of the ship. So is that still the ship of Theseus? You know, and, and that's sort of the interesting thought experiment that has uh, plagued philosophers for centuries. So, but it's a similar idea with us, you know, like all of our cells regenerate after a certain period of time. So are we still the same person that we were before? Because no, we're not. Physically, we're literally not. And that has nothing to do with our emotional, spiritual side. 
but still our, our emotional, spiritual sides are constantly evolving and changing and in need of healing mm -hmm. because I think the world, you know, presents certain traumas that we have to deal with. Kind of. yeah. mm -hmm. um, so I, I would also be interested to know, you know, within that, you know, how much within yourself would you say you have you know, gone through as far as like traumas and healing and, and what has really helped you the most to get through things like that? You know, we talked about dream, you know, therapy as being something that would work, you know, but is there any, any other things that you've done personally that yeah, you attribute you. as like, this is the thing that really helped me? Yeah, no, so there's no like uh, one thing for sure. Um, it's like a whole uh, web. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a, a whole network mm -hmm. of things. Um, one of them that stands out as a major change was taking a, having a Reiki session. Yeah. And then like taking a Reiki one course, mm -hmm. um, which if I think back, I have, so again, because it's a web there, if I look back in, in terms of like, what does my healing journey look like? There are ways that I could probably go all the way back to childhood to identify different parts and pieces that I may need as a helper for me, which may be a, um, you know, a change in perspective or a book. Mm -hmm. It could have been an experience. It could have been a friend I made, right? Like, so there are all of these ways that I guess the, the thing is time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, time's a thing. <laughs> it's a hard one too, though, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love how that just spontaneously. So what, what was happening for me is I was distracted. So like when Dave was talking about, is this ship still the ship? And now there's new people. I was just trying to focus. And I was like, oh, okay, I can pick out that piece. He said something else, but I don't know. I can just pick out that one. I heard that one. And then like, okay, he's summarizing for me now. So listen, he's saying the thing. Come back. And then, and then he said, what's the thing? And I was talking around like, there is no thing. Yeah. It is the thing. I'm talking about a web. I'm rambling. Time's the thing. <laughs> Back. Back around. Don't you love it how Mary Jane she like takes you <laughs> on this like journey and it's like it's like you're not just walking through the forest you're gonna look at everything in the forest like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah she does that and then it's like but you always somehow manage to come back like my one friend and I used to joke that it was like Mary Jane would like put you in a circle and like. <laughs> You just like follow the circle if you like because if you try to stop and go back yeah, it like doesn't work you'll yeah, get you're no you're yeah and like there's a part you can i can feel it in my brain too like i could quite literally feel my brain being like it's not working so like if i just like let it flow and like if i follow the circle and like okay try to tune back okay what is he saying it always comes back so i love it that was great thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I guess time is the biggest piece. Time and, and continued experiences. Um, in terms of my own healing, I'm trying to think about what made Reiki um, so important is because one, it was a reminder that uh, I've always believed in energy work or have been doing energy work, even if I didn't know that's what it was. Mm -hmm. um, so it was 
it was helpful in terms of the uh, shift in perspective of, of that. But then the, the major um, other piece was the recognition or idea that I have power. Um, and so things do happen and there are things that I've experienced um, as a person with melanin, uh, as a person who's non-binary, wow. uh, you know, just as a person who lives in this body. Uh, there are things that I have definitely experienced that have um, left me feeling powerless uh, or left me with the recognition that, um, you know, my identity, myself, whatever, you know, wasn't valuable enough to have power or to have a voice. Um, and so I think in Reiki, uh, at least in my first Reiki one class, it was a realization like, oh, I actually have power and I the issue is that I didn't think that I had any. Mm -hmm. um, so that also was really healing to see, oh, I, I get to make a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, in many ways, I think I can look back over my life and see ways where I had to, in order to survive. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I just had to kind of go along with what was present. Um, or just not believe, right? So that piece about the dreams, right? Like connecting, not believing that certain things are possible for me mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. I think the hard part is like those things are so planted in. So, uh, you know, like things are so embedded. So even if I wasn't conscious that, oh, there are ways that I have internalized shame mm -hmm. about parts of myself uh, that then make it hard for me to believe that I'm worthy yeah the things that i want or that those things will even be options yeah yeah and it can be deep and it can yeah it can be, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't even know it's there sometimes i was just gonna say i mean i i felt that personally myself recently where like i, I had an episode where i i look back at certain things that really stuck out in my my past and even though it might seem mundane you know it was still a moment where you know i basically <clears throat> shamed myself you know at a young age and didn't really quite realize what i was saying and and, and what i was manifesting you know because words are magic words and are magic. you know i basically said you know i am ashamed of myself you know that kind of thing out loud and and that really stuck with me and i when i when i when i realized it like i i had a bit of like a cathartic experience you know where i allowed it to kind of erupt out of me and come out and and i could let go of it um i i definitely can see where you know the the practice of going back in examining your life and seeing the the, the parts that stick out to you you know like because i i was just having like another conversation with a friend of mine where they apologized they were almost doing their own kind of shadow work and, and they apologized to me for like something that they had done and i looked at them and i was like you know i i really hate to break it to you but honestly i don't remember that you know, and, and that's the thing is like, it wasn't that traumatic for me. And they really believed that it was, but it was more traumatic for them what they had done, you yeah. know, and, um, and I acknowledge that and I gave them forgiveness, but um, it is interesting, the things that stick out to us in our past. Yeah. Um, and so is there any part of what you do and your perspective that, you know, you dive into, do you dive into, you know, particular traumas like that in order to help, um, you know, your clients? Oh, wait, could you ask that question again? I was just wondering, you know, if, 
with your with your uh, practice, you know, the, the, the work that you do, if you, you know, use the, the particular traumas that people have experienced, even if it might be mundane, like the things that really, you know, stick out in their memory of their past, you know, does that at all like come up in the work that you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so from from my perspective, um, we all are constantly experiencing traumas to some degree, right? So I think we tend to think about some major accident or some major something coming up as a trauma, but actually like anytime we are in relationship with other people, there are various traumas that can come up. Of course, um, that doesn't mean to minimize or elevate anyone else's trauma and the impact that it has on the person's life, but we're always processing and trying to heal some part of ourself that we're grieving, mm -hmm. right? even if we don't recognize it. Um, so yeah, definitely in, in work with clients, it's really important to be able to talk about those things. But the, the cool part is um, how I like to practice professionally is through a relational uh, lens. So what that means is that we talk about what it's like to build a relationship together. Right. So I may be a therapist. It's a different type of relationship, but it can be really, really healing to work in relationship and to be able to kind of, you know, subvert etiquette. Right. Uh, so being able to say, like, you know, we don't know each other. There's no reason that you should trust me. We learn to trust people by having experiences with them, um, by knowing that they're safe, that they listen, that they care. And so there are ways that I would say even in my practice, approaching therapy in this relational way um, has been healing for me and is also healing for the clients, right? Um, and so just being able to say, you know, what was it like for me to ask a question about this? And for a person to say, well, it was scary um, because even though like I know I can trust you, I feel afraid that you'll judge me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? And yeah. so then we get an opportunity to talk about what would it mean if I did judge you? Yeah. What would it mean if I weren't judging you? Who's judged you? Right. And what would that like? What does that feel like? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if there is a way where I may be negatively, you know, what, what the client is fearing, uh, that there's a way to also be able to share, if, even if I did feel, you know, disappointed or angry, you know, I'm not another ruling, governing critic. Yeah. Right? So we're working to, you know, heal and get rid of the inner critic. So we don't need me to replace it, right? It's, it's you. So that's the other part. So uh, time, learning, and like experimenting. You know, and I guess learning and experimenting are the same, but really getting the chance to be your own operator and knowing that no one else has power over you or power over your experience. Uh, so you get to just be your own inner cheerleader, <laughs> inner critic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to the loop. So yes, trauma, talking about traumas and exploring traumas is really really helpful in terms of of healing and working with clients so yeah. well, i mean that that's what i've discovered that's why I, I was curious about you know how much you work with it because it, it as much as it is 
hard, you know, for everybody to dive back into their trauma. Um, it can be very revolutionary for you, you know, mm -hmm. you really see it in a different way and you can kind of release it. And on the other side, you find joy, you know, like I, I found joy multiple times when I've done we it. Need more you know? Mary Jane. We do need more Mary Jane. Let me get on that. You, yeah. you, you haven't talked in a minute. You keep talking. I haven't to talked the, in a minute. <laughs> you gracious with your, your beautiful voice while Something, something be gracious there. in my beautiful voice Actually, wow you gonna... really do make me feel like a goddess baby thank well, you yeah. so much go ahead <laughs> so what i'm curious <laughs> um when when yeah so as you're yeah anyway uh <laughs> just trying to let you like i don't want you to like choke but i find that <laughs> you're gonna do it anyway because i <laughs> Okay, so what I'm really curious about, Cole, is, you know, we were talking about, you know, earlier before and earlier when I first met you, and first I didn't also mention this too, when I was there at the shop, that was in the midst of me going through my healing during this, oh. and that was the, one of the first times that I had, like, started to, like, come out of, like, my hibernation of me doing that. That was like one of like the first steps. And I thought, okay, this would be a great because this would be appropriate for me to do, I feel, because I really love this person. I want to help her. I want to be there for her. You know, it's a newer friendship too, but I felt really good and I just wanted to be present. And I felt, you know, it was a good opportunity to come out because I've always told my clients that everything that I do is healing for me too. There's always, para it's like, it's to the point where I can see parallels so clearly that it's like, I, I feel like I'm constantly in a different dimension at this point. So yes, we have more Mary Jane now. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that too. So it was a very healing moment, I think, for us to meet. And it's just very, just very synchronistic. And I love, I love all the signs and the meanings and the just, um, but one of the things I'm curious about is what is something that I think that in healing that you feel is either often miss, like it's like overlooked and the importance of, um, or what are some essential things that are a part of healing that you would say um, are really important to either like focus on or, you know, and just really highlighting, I think, what is important and I think really highlighting if there is something that we like look over of how important it actually could really be for us I would be curious to hear what you have to say yeah absolutely I think this depends on what what you do for a living or the profession or uh, maybe if you're into astrology what elements are you know whatever but I think the answer to both those questions is the body yeah. um, so what gets over overlooked is yeah <laughs> like it's i think the you know the body but again that depends on a person's experiences uh how grounded and in their body they feel or have been able to be throughout their life so i think the body is a big one um yeah it's left out do you know the song Body by Megan Thee Stallion? I figured that's what you are. <laughs> so it's so it's so funny that Body keeps coming up because I quite literally one of the songs I woke up to was called Body. I'll send it to you. 
um, later. And the, the body song came up, you know, from Megan Thee Stallion. But yesterday I made a video about dancing and how it's important to relieve stress, worry, doubt, fear, connect to like Mother Earth and myself and, you know, video. booty power and also your primal energy and to enjoy and have fun. And it was to the song Body. So I love that. How synchronistic. I'll have to send it to you if you're not on social media or you yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think also, whoo, that just hit me real. is also like literally connecting to the body and asking the body uh what it has to say to you um so i've i've been reading so i haven't had any like specific special training um on body work and therapy so as a, a reiki master right there are ways that we talk about anatomy and physiology and mm -hmm. all of that stuff to have an understanding but um, in my professional work, um, I didn't have any courses on that. So we talk about how people have, you know, biological, psychological, social reasons for why um, certain symptoms may manifest or why certain diseases may come to be, right? Um, and so one of the things that I felt that was lacking was really having an understanding completely, right, how the body works. And that's not something that can be learned in a few years in a program, right? No. Um, no so part of, too. right, yeah. So if we're going to use the body as the thing that's overlooked, but the thing that could also be really influential in healing, that means we would need to learn about anatomy and physiology and understand what's you know, the internal, external stuff, how is it supposed to work together? Um, so really like learning what it means to be in a body. And so for my own healing journey, that's part of what I'm trying to figure out, right? Is like, what do I need to do with this body? Why does it need so much sometimes? I don't feel like eating, <laughs> getting the food. Why is this happening? Like, yeah, like it's, a, it's a lot of hard work to take care of a body. Um, but one of the things that I've been focusing on uh, recently is trying to connect to what the metaphysical meaning is of certain body parts, um, if I have certain pain, just anything like that so that um, for myself I can be kind of tuned in and aware of what might be going energetically, uh, but also because it helps me in my professional practice. So that's given me kind of another thought that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like you say a lot of and then and but also's but it's like but then but then also but then wait but <laughs> go ahead ah yes okay it came back to me so i think one of the so there's like time experience and then making sure that your healing is for you yes so like not so, you know, I can heal so that I can finally be good enough for so-and-so or for whatever it is, but that your healing is focused on you healing yourself in tr instead of trying to heal others. 
So I think that's something that in terms of my own healing journey that's been really helpful is um, recognizing like, okay, so I'm a therapist. Why on earth would I want to do that? Like what, what is it right, about listening to other people, right? When they're going through difficult things um, or maybe not, right? Like what is it about it that makes that natural or something that I would be drawn to? Um, and really being honest with myself about that question that there are ways that I've always played this role. Right? As an empathic person, um, maybe as, you know, children are very open uh, emotionally, you know, they're, they're learning, but they, they are more connected to the body uh, than we tend to be as adults. Uh, so recognizing like, oh, there were ways that um, I started doing this work because that was my assigned role in my job, right? And so there was a point where I had to decide um, you know, what, whatever I'm going to do, I want to do it intentionally. So do I want to continue with this work knowing that I'm maybe doing this for my family so that they feel proud of me, so they feel like the efforts that they put into me were worthwhile, um, or am I really doing this because it's for me and it's what I want to do? So that's another, right, as we talk about like, okay, my own healing journey, then getting messages that I have power are kind of implanted because these are different years of experience so really like it's helpful to to try to so what i've been learning to do is focus my my learning on myself so it could be easy to say like oh i'm gonna learn about the body so i can be a better therapist instead of i'm gonna learn about the body because i have one <laughs> and, and i need to like do things for this body that way yeah yeah and and what would it mean for me to prioritize my own healing and care, my own emotional wellness and well-being over that of others or of it just being something I kind of excavate and, you know, yeah. allow to be commodified by other people. So that's, that's been really, really pivotal um, in my healing is shifting the focus that I am healing for myself. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Right. In this experience for myself, I'm not here to heal the whole world. <laughs> um, and I have a choice to even participate if I don't want to be a Ricky master and I don't want to use it after completing it. Or if I no longer want to be a therapist or I no longer want to do something right that I always get a choice in how I contribute to the collective. And it doesn't have to be what was you know assigned to me or taught to me that's supposed to be my role. Like I, I have power and a, and a choice. Well, that's the idea of play, you know, the idea of like, you know, I, it's because we were just talking about that this morning. I was like going on this like long ramble with Dave about how, so this upcoming week is the beginning of the basalmic moon. And I am somebody who is very guided <laughs> and very like, and a big part of like my growth and my development is to really follow the moon back like how like my ancestors would and so during the basalmic moon you naturally feel sleepier you feel more lethargic you do tend to be more psychically in tune though so you're daydreaming as well and but it's a time of like rest and replenish reflection and like self-care and just you know cleaning house and doing things for yourself and so you can prepare for new seeds for the new moon um 
Absolutely. and then do that and so it's a risk for me because i am choosing to like totally be absent from social media yeah and that's how i run my whole business uh, yeah that whole week because i really want to embody that because it's really important for me and it's really important for me to do that and like it was a risk be it's a risk because there's a part of me that's like i want to be of service to others i don't really want to be there for others but it's like i really want to follow the moon and i really want to yep. it. i yep. really want to like flow with it because i just feel that there's going to be something that's really going to be empowering for me and more beneficial to the people later on and it's not just for, like for the people though it's for me like i can because i've been just follow the people I mean, I've always been thinking about the people. Like, what can I bring to the people? What can I bring? Like, that's always in my mind, like all the time. Like, but, <clears throat> and so it's really empowering for me because I'm ultimately like choosing to still like follow and do my work, but it's really for myself. And I think by embodying that and showing people that this is what I'm doing because this is what I want that I think is empowering. That doesn't mean they have to do the same thing, but if they want to, here's how it's working for me. Give it a try. Tell me what you think. Share your perspectives. Like I'm curious to know, cause I'm always about like, I love knowledge and knowledge is like, and I like, I have a thirst for knowledge. So I'll just keep going all the time. Like, Say, like, late at late at night i'm watching oh like goodness. like these like docu-series about things and they're like mm -hmm, yeah like the universe like yeah tell me more <laughs> tell me more about why venus you, is like that and then you want to watch uh nature films in the morning yeah so that i cry <laughs> because it's just like constantly like and then the mother lost her two cubs in the night <laughs> like, what in the hell disney why are you making oh me cry that's While the, eating my brunch. It was the Disney Nature Lion series, which was uh, narrated. Was it Samuel Jackson? Uh, I'm pretty positive Samuel Jackson uh, did that one. But that one, that one really pulled your strings, man. Holy shit. That one started was really off with rough. five cubs, ended up with like two or yeah, three. Yeah, and like they made it. I mean, it's Disney. They made it really <laughs> the dramatic. mother died or something. I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's, there is healing in that later on. But there's healing in that. There is, to tie it back to the subject so we don't get too lost here now. Oh, I was going will. there. I was going there, babe. You just beat me to it. And before, like, nice I segue. talk over Cole anymore, so. Um, we only have a few more minutes left. We do? Yeah. I'm trying to clock the, the time. I think we have roughly, like, 10 minutes left. Okay, sweet. Well, I actually have something in mind uh, as it relates to, like, healing. The last, you know, final thing of where I'm at in yeah. my healing is like I'm, I'm doing lots of different stuff. How I'm trying to connect to the body um, is that I've started doing some exercises where I just either get really quiet or I lay down and I try to sense my own heartbeat. Yeah. Dude. Not using any, you know, nothing like that, like taking up pulse, no, um, nothing like that, like literally just laying there and getting quiet and seeing if I can connect um, to my heartbeat and my body. And so I did that recently and I sort of asked my body what it had to say to me. And so I got these, these words. To me, I would consider this to be um, sort of like sacred words or um, a spell, if you will, that came from my body uh, or a poem or, you know, a prayer. However, you know, 
how, whatever your lens is to be able to look at it. Um, but I did want to share that just with the caveat that it, it feels really vulnerable uh, to share these words that literally came from, right, that were told to me from my body. But I also feel like it's really important to, to share it. And right after it happened, I, I was like, oh, I want to share this on this podcast. Um, and yeah, and particularly, you know, it's, I think it's for all people, but especially people who have, who are highly melanated, people who are queer, um, people who are non-binary or trans. Um, so just, you know, I think, as I think about my own identities, right, and healing myself, um, there is a way that as I start to heal those things, then I can put those words out in a way that's, you know, kind of tuned for people who have a similar experience. Um, because it's, we all have bodies, um, we all have, you know, human things that we experience, but literally having something from, from someone's body that mirrors your own right can be really powerful and and can help you feel at least for me has helped me feel better um about myself when i have someone of my own identity embracing me um and so yeah so anyway since we have those moments left i wanted to share that before you share thank you for being vulnerable and open and honest and raw and like being a voice for all of those identities because we haven't, this is, that's part of the reason why we were so excited is because you are a voice of many that we haven't had many on the, the show yet. And we really want yeah. to be a voice of all. So we appreciate for you being the first um, on our show. So go ahead. Ooh, I just had a moment of deja vu. Uh, like you know like we had this conversation i've had that many times throughout this so it's been a little a little disorienting okay. um yeah i just want to acknowledge like oh we've been here before uh, <laughs> right? yeah yeah so i think the first part in terms of like an affirmation that would come with this spell if it were to be used that way is that um in terms of materials there's nothing that's needed except for having a body um, and, you know, laying down and trying to sense your heartbeat just to reenact sort of um, the energy or whatever was present when it came out. Uh, but it really doesn't matter to a certain degree. It's more the intention. Um, so, yeah, so I just want to say that part and kind of the affirmation that also came with it is that people don't have to agree, but you get a right to speak your truth. So I'm just going to get centered before I speak this, connect to my body so I can speak from it. This vessel needs healing to transform what is from what has been accumulated over the many lives that have been lived. From that which has been handed down through the generations, illusions that can only be broken through loving self-reclamations. This body needs healing from the ways it has been harmed, taught that it was unimportant, vulnerable, unarmed. Inside this body is safety and wisdom. Inside this body is the universe, magic, and love. 
Self-healing and ownership are mine and have never come from above. They are under my authority and will remain within my power. That means that I am always at home and I am always empowered. I reclaim this body as mine. It belongs to me. As I have spoken it, so shall it be. I just got some bad ASMR tingles. I have like crazy ASMR from time to time, and I just got just like, that was me. Like, yeah, I felt that. <laughs> wow, I was just thinking, um how there's been moments of like Liz first your your energy is so powerful like when you started the blessing at the beginning like I could literally feel it like pulsating and radiating all around and while doing this at the end of of that you know that spell that prayer whatever we want to call it after those words like I just got that same feeling and this image of like a lights kind of lighting up in a row right so if it, there were to be you know this were, were a ripple and it just sort of emanated out that's what it kind of felt like it was like going into a portal like that and just that recognition that that energy was open right when we started with the blessing and that that was sort of the springboard that then lets all of this echo out of it's, it's yeah that's awesome. Wow, thank you. That's very kind of you to yeah. share. Thank you. That was a great way to have an episode. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, All that right. was like yeah. really, really great. I need oh a minute God. before I uh, finish up here. But, uh, yeah, well, I think geez. I would definitely have to say the same for you because when you were saying, I don't know, like I could just feel it. Like I know that, like I don't, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of power. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> I just like literally just like dropped it. Thought you were fine. Dead. I was like, it's a Kleenex. It's not gonna fall right. But the Kleenex got dropped. Kleenex dropped. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, I think, I think you're. There's just something about your voice, Cole, that I think you're just really. You have like these ocean wavy, very flowy, like like very merman like <laughs> but but a very healing like <laughs> but also but also at the same time very like brave and very strong and very like empowered and like empowered in thyself you know it's not like something where you're very like it's very it's just very eminent to me honestly so that's why I was so excited to have you like on the show because I could just I remember like feeling your energy and I was like, they would be great. They would be awesome to have on our show. We have to have them on our show. Like it's just something about you. And then when my friend Hannah 
told me, uh, mm-hmm. Hannah's like one of my close friends and she told me that she knew you and, you know, told me like your relationship. I was like, well, oh my goodness, it really was meant to be then. <laughs> so it was just, yeah. Awesome. So no, yeah, so, yeah. so much for being here. Thank you so much for um, sharing like your, your voice and your, your words and your feels and your thoughts and your experience and lens and all of the above. Um, and you're healing too. I'm sure yeah. like anybody who's that watching this, like is going to uh, get mad yeah, Reiki, whether they realize <laughs> it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Take Reiki one course, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take the Reiki. It truly is life-changing. I know like the whole time my hands have been like clammy and sweaty this whole time. So I know I could feel like my Reiki has been like on this time, but it's just appropriate too. And I'm going to send you a photo of my altar for us too. Um, So is there anywhere that people can find you if they wanted to find you or get in contact with you or anything, if that was a thing or if we just happen to see you, then it's a magical experience. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably say that one is just (laughs) be magical. <laughs> I I do want to say I have these two friends. Um, let me see. I have two accomplices that wanted to be in this in this podcast. They just wanted to be seen for whatever reason. <laughs> these these two, yeah. So uh, this is my wand, and this is Amber's heart, uh, and these two like being together, and they just wanted to be in the. <laughs> these crystals are talking. They've been chat chattering the whole time so they just wanted to be like show us we belong together <laughs> like, yeah. well now i want to do show and tell with like our oh altar boy. now yes, let's see let's wrap up the show okay yeah. we can do show and tell after that's this. smart that's smart okay. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll i'll tell you what photo. what we'll, we'll do is we'll, we'll keep the recording going so that we can do like a little after show for people so yeah watch the goal after show and tell we can do that in a separate video <laughs> okay okay, right. okay. So, well thank you so thank much. thank you so much for having me thank yeah you. yes thank you thank, thank you. you we really appreciate you so if you are wanting to find us you can find us at higher-consciousness-talk.com and then from there you can find all the rest of our social media if you're on YouTube, Insta, Twitter, you can, Facebook, yeah, yeah, probably TikTok at YouTube, some point. YouTube, which you so, probably are watching yes. this on. Right yeah, now. so thank you for liking this video, <laughs> subscribing, subscribe, yep, and like comment down below uh, what you thought about this video and anything about healing for you that has maybe that you maybe you would like to share as well. Um, so we will see you next time. And Cole, don't actually hang up, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you all next time and thank you there's a little Bye-bye. less smoke to go in Bye. listen to more higher consciousness every thursday on spotify at 8 p.m eastern standard time